Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Marucci uh, is obviously an NFL network analyst for many years, was a coach for many years before that. You can follow him on Twitter at, at Steve Mariucci. Uh, what else? You can see Steve every Sunday on the NFL network, NFL game day morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, and he joins us now. Steve, welcome. How are you? Mike, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, thanks. What's new? What's on your mind? Uh, what's uh, Anything exciting going on on the West Coast? <laughs> we have great weather. Yeah, you know, that's for I, sure. Better than Oz. <laughs> Always. Yeah, but it's been such an exciting football season. Um, you know, maybe the teams in New York aren't enjoying. No, we're having a season. dreadful season. But, we're but really it's having been a, a bad season. Exciting, very exciting season in terms of the league, Mike. You're talking about more passing yards, more yards, more points, more everything, and more close games than we've had before. And so, you know, that's, that's good for the league. It's, it keeps it exciting and and uh, of course, a lot of teams still still hoping to make the playoffs, and it's uh, it's fantastic. Can't wait and, for every weekend. And the ratings are up, to be fair, so they straightened that yeah. out. Uh, now, whatever the reason is, whether the anthem thing went away, uh, whether it was an aberration, whether it was quarterbacks being hurt, whatever it was, the ratings have been up almost every week. The Sunday night games have been up almost every night, every week. So, to be fair to the league, they have cured that problem. Everyone was writing them off. Their numbers have been uh, very, very good this year. Yeah, we've been excited for it. And, and uh, a lot of good... One of the things that has helped is, uh, you know, we're, we've got these veteran quarterbacks that are still playing very well, but we also have a lot of good young quarterbacks that are, that are going to be good for the league going forward. And so, uh, you know, it, that, that's very, very healthy for us. And I know you're saying, well, I'd like to see Sam Darnold play better or, or even No, I'm better. okay with Sam. I think he's going to be fine. Now, today he's in a walking boot. Which I do, you know, too. Yeah, but I, I think he's fine. I, I, he doesn't have a lot of talent around him, and he's got the right attitude. I think he's okay. I expect first-year quarterbacks to be shaky. I mean, that's what I expect. Uh, you know, it's rare when they don't, when they come in and play great. Uh, you know, so I, I, I have, I'm, I'm okay with him. The Giants have been a big disappointment. The offensive line has been just an atrocity, and it's made every Everything else soured really has. It's just, you know how an offensive line can ruin a team, and it really has ruined this team. Well, you know, it, it, with injuries and new guys and whatnot, and, and all of a sudden it's, uh, it's, a, it's a problem that they've been trying to address, and it's going to take another year or two to do that. And so 
I feel bad for Eli. You know, he's got eight touchdown passes this That's year. That's the thing. That's the thing. He's got a lot of yardage, but he's got 31 sacks and a lot of yardage, but no touchdown passes. Well, yeah, and then, you know, to, to, on the bright side, you know, you got the great running back. Yeah, he's terrific. Yep. He hasn't been able to get going on the ground, and a lot of that has to do with the score of the games. But he's a heck of a player. Uh, he's getting his scrimmage yards like crazy. He's a great kid. Uh, he's certainly one of the great running backs in this league, hopefully for 15 years. But uh, they've got work to do. It's going to be interesting. They come out west and play the Niners, who yep. uh, are struggling as well. And they they got that big win against the Raiders. Big win with the rookie quarterback, uh, or not rookie, second-year quarterback, uh, Nick Mullins, and uh, what a what a game he had. Yeah, yeah, and the Raiders are a mess. I mean, that's an ugly situation. I mean, you can, you know, that's you talk about a total breakdown. I mean, they you they had guys saying they wouldn't win another game, but I want to get to Garoppolo for a second. I've okay. heard a couple of rumblings that a lot of guys are worried now that despite his brilliance of what we've seen, what Belichick said about him and how good he looked, that people are worried about him with the injuries because, you know, he got hurt right away the yep. first time. He got hurt the second time. Do you worry yep. with him that he's going to be one of these guys who you're just not going to be able to get on the field? Well, uh, he got hurt with a shoulder in, in New England, and then now it's a knee. So, um I, I don't know if that's good news where it's not a reoccurring knee injury or a reoccurring back injury or whatever. But, yeah, there's a lot of excitement for that kid. He's a special player. He really is. But, yeah, you got to stay on the field. That's the trick. you got to be good and all that, but you've got to be available and dependable. But uh, let's, let's, just, uh, let's just anticipate him coming back healthy. Luckily, he got hurt early in the year where he's got a lot of time to rehab. Um, but... Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to consider him fragile just yet. I. I, I let's see. I think he's going. I think he's going to be a heck of a player. The charges might be a lot better than people think. If they ever get Boza, they could be a team that I. You know, someone said to me the other day, it looks like the England's going to the Super Bowl again. I said, number one, I wouldn't write Kansas City off yet. Uh, I know nope. they're going to show a little more defense, but I said, watch the charges. I think this Charger team. They've only lost to the Chiefs and the Rams. If Close. they could yeah. ever get Boza back with Gordon healthy now and with Rivers and what they have, if they could just get that premier pass rusher on the field, and I don't know if they'll get him on the field or not, they could be a really scary team. No, you're right. There's, you're absolutely right. They sit at 6-2, and two, and those two losses, like you mentioned, are, are close games. Yeah, Chiefs the, and Rams. Great, yeah. great teams. Yeah. So those, those can go either way, and, and uh, they're on a roll. Phillip Rivers, man, he's, you know, I – He's a Rodney Dangerfield in our league sometimes because he doesn't get mentioned with the top quarterbacks often enough. This this guy is terrific. He is tough. He throws the ball sidearm and he is accurate and he's just a he gets it done. And and he you know he hasn't been playing on great teams throughout his career. Um, but you're right. If they have Bosa back and Bosa's brother over at Ohio State's not playing either. Yep. And so um, you know they've got to find a way to get healthy. Obviously. But yeah, you're right. The Chargers are a team to watch. How about your old buddy Andy? Uh, you know what? I hope this is the year where it carries all the way through because what he's doing is unbelievable with the offense. Uh, he's got everybody copying everything he does now. I mean, it's. <laughs> it, it, I mean, everyone's doing it. I see people running it everywhere now. They're running now. They don't have the same skill people he's got. But I mean, everybody's running everything he's running. And you know what? It's good to see. I just hope maybe this is the year he takes it right through the Super Bowl and he shuts everybody up. 
Yeah, and he's had some good seasons, and it, and they ended too soon in the playoffs yep. before. I went in and did an interview with Andy um, a couple weeks ago, and I said, Andy, I don't. You and I learned the West Coast offense together from Mike Holmgren. We shared an office together, but I'm watching your offense. I don't even know what you're doing. I don't know you anymore. And he laughed because he goes, Yeah, well, we use the same terminology, and we used to run scatting. And but but he says, I got these weapons that that require us to keep. You know, you you hear Michael Irvin talk about the triplets over in Dallas. Yep. Well, they got the quadruplets over there. They They've do. got four guys on offense that, that rank in the top three in the league at everything. The tight end, Kelsey, too. And Tyreek uh, uh, Hill and Tyreek Hill and, and Kareem Hunt. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes is just out of his mind playing great. It's so much fun to watch that offense. And, and you're right. They've got to play better on defense. But they're, they're blue chippers play on the offense. You know, but what Hill, Hill makes you take such a deep drop that if you don't, he'll run past everybody, and that opens up Kelsey underneath. And then on third down, Mahomes can always run for a first down because these guys take such deep drops with Kansas City because he can throw the ball forever, and those guys run fast. And you got to go play him deep, otherwise they'll go past you. So he's always got the ability to run for a first down. Yeah, how'd you like to be a defensive coordinator? I don't even know what you do there. I, you know, I don't even know what you do against them, to be honest with you, because Hill can run past everybody. Yeah, you, you say, all right, our offense has got to score 35 points or we're going to lose this game. So you got to stay wide open and try to outscore them. That's how their team is built. And so, hey, it's going to be fun to watch. So they're going to, you know, maybe play the Patriots. And, uh, you know, there's a couple other teams. The Steelers are not that bad either. And the Texans are coming up like gangbusters six wins in a row, and Deshaun Watson looks healthy again. And, and so it's going to get interesting. You mentioned the Chargers over in the AFC. Good, it's good stuff. What about the Cat? I'll give you the other team that, that I like. We're talking with Steve Mariucci. Of course, you can see him on NFL Network. Here's the other team no one's talking about is Carolina. Carolina's a good team. They got, they got good players. They got a two-way team. Uh, they're not spectacular, but you know what? They, uh, they've only lost twice. They are a good, solid team, and I, I think they're a very dangerous team. Well, they're going to play the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night football, yep. and you've got a couple of teams that only have two losses, yep. and both of them are hot right now. You know, the Steelers have won four in a row, and the Carolinas won three in a row, and, uh, you know, and I like Cam Newton in Norris Turner's offense. Yep. You know, it's, uh, I think they both have, have grown a little bit. Norv, Norv you know, he's, he's run that offense uh, for years, the Don Coriel Express, Yep. And so now he's got a little razzle-dazzle uh, new school stuff in it with some, some jet sweep and some zone read and some RPOs and all that stuff that's really kind of new to, to Norv. And then, uh, of course, Cam Newton's getting better from the pocket. So uh, as long as they can stay healthy with Christian McCaffrey and those guys, and we know Luke Keekley's defense is always going to be good, yeah, the, the, the Panthers are a team that are really going to challenge the Saints over in that division. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Plus, you know what? I'll be interested to see if the Falcons can get back in it. If they get a little healthier on defense with their offense, I wouldn't count them out yet. You know, uh, they they have no margin for error. I mean, that, that's well, one thing because they lost too many games early. But they well, have a lot of talent, Atlanta. And if they get that defense going at all, they could be very scary. If, if the Falcons make the playoffs, you got to vote Dan Quinn in for Coach of the Year because they have lost so many players on that team, mostly on defense, but yep. guards, Devontae Freeman, and, and the secondary, and gosh, you name it. I don't know how they're doing it. You're right. 
They're healthy on offense with their skilled players, and Matt Ryan is doing a nice job. Finally got Julio Jones in the end zone. Calvin yeah. Ridley is a beast from the rookie from Alabama. So that's another team you have to outscore, but they're just hanging on for dear life with that defense that's so banged up. And, and again, and that's a tough division. The Saints look like they're legit. The Panthers in that NFC South look like they're legit. So the Falcons have really got, like you said, no room for error. Well, they got the Atlanta this week. They go to if they win, they go to five and four. Next week, they got the Cowboys. They go to six and four, and then week twelve, they would be in New Orleans on Thanksgiving Ooh. night. They would be the eight o'clock game in New Orleans. That would be if they win the next two. That will be a great game in, yeah. in the eight o'clock on th- on uh, on Thanksgiving night. Don't you just love Thanksgiving? The three games that yeah, we love have. it, and, and they're so not like, bad games this Dallas, year. And this year they're pretty good because you got Chicago at Detroit which is not yep. bad. You got Washington yep. at Dallas, which is okay. Yep. And then you got yep. Atlanta at New Orleans. Yeah, and you can't figure out Dallas. You don't know what you're going to get from week to week, you know. And Don't look and they good. Got, they don't look good. Well, boy, oh, boy, Tennessee. Tennessee is under the radar, too. But, you know, that was a playoff team last year, and they, they still are. They, they, uh, they're they just sneaky good right now. Vrabel's you know, the Dallas offensive hard. line is is not the same. With, and they lose with losing Frederick. You have three guys down from two years ago. I mean, that's too many guys on that offensive line. They're not the same team on that offensive line anymore. But they should be. I, I know it, and they should be. They got a new coach, Colombo, uh, over there coaching them. But they're they're talented guys, and they're 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 good. They're a good group. They're they're much better than most. Okay. But, you know, you got uh, Connor, the, the rookie from Texas, starting at left guard for Ronald Leary, and, and uh, they still should be playing better. And, and, I, and I know they will at times. Luckily, their, their defense is keeping them in games and playing pretty darn well with the hot boys, we call them, and, uh, on defense. But uh, Dallas uh, is an interesting team right now. Can't figure yeah. them out. You know who got screwed the last two weeks was Green Bay because I, I really believe uh, that if they, if they didn't fumble the ball coming out, with the kickoff return, yep. uh, and then if they gave an Aaron a, ch- a chance there, and then if they don't fumble, Jones fumbles first play fourth quarter going in for the touchdown. You know they're they're yeah. first down to twenty eight. They're going to take the lead in that game. They've shut down New Orleans. They've shut down New England for a couple of straight drives. I thought they there's a good chance they would have won yeah. both games. You know that they well, really yeah. they played well enough to win those two games. They did after that fumble going against the Patriots. The Patriots they, scored two touchdowns. Yeah, they fell apart. They fell that. apart after they the did, fumble. And I, yeah. I don't know if it was frustration or what, but yeah, you can't count Aaron Rodgers out. But but they have a tough schedule going forward too. Yeah, they do. And those were two brutal games. You know, I mean, two absolutely two tough games, obviously, but two brutal games. You like the Rams or Saints better in the NFC? Wow, um, I don't know. I love them both. I, I just admire. Uh, how these teams are playing with these quarterbacks, you know, Jared Goff and Drew Brees. It's just fun to watch, watch the game or turn the film on it. It's just enjoyable to watch. And then you've got defenses, the Saints. The Saints are the number one rush defense in the league. And the, the Rams have, talk about defense. You know, you mentioned earlier, Mike, the Chiefs are great on offense, and then they're really kind of hanging on on defense. Well, that's not the case with the Rams. The Rams have eight number one draft choices on their defensive. Oh, they're good. They've got talent galore for all pro guys on that defense. So they can they can win with special teams, with defense, with offense, with coaching. They they seem to have it all. And so 
to me, they're probably still the favorite right now. But, you know, the thing is, and you know this, Ben, anybody, because it plays into what you said at the beginning, uh, this league is made. They give up 45 points in New Orleans last week, the week before what they give up to the Packers. This league is made for the offenses, and I, even if you're good on defense, week in, week out, it is hard to shut teams down. The way the no rules are, it is really hard to shut teams. You know this. I mean, you're a good offensive coach. You know how hard it is now to shut teams down. It's, it's because of the rule changes, and we allow – I mean, you're silly not to take advantage of the rule changes where, you know, your receivers are protected. You can't touch them or jam them after five yards. you got to let them run free. You can't, you know, hit them over the middle like we used to, and you can throw the ball – out there by the numbers with bubble screens and college screens and, and block down field. Heck, Steve Young, when he played, and, and that's, that's not too long ago. Mike, he never went in shotgun in his whole life. Never went in shotgun. Never threw a bubble screen. So everything was from under center down the field, and, and to, you know, to have a higher completion percentage is unbelievable because nowadays you know, you're throwing the ball out on RPOs to slants and smoke routes and screen routes, and you're throwing it horizontally eight or ten times a game, and that's because the rules say you should. And I don't blame them. I, I, that's that's what you need to do. So that's why we're getting inflated numbers in the passing game, and it's not going to change. That's how it's going to be. So you, you, when you put your defense together, you got to have fast guys that can tackle out in space, athletic guys. You don't get get butt kiss anymore. You don't get the big run stopper guys. You got to have guys that can fly cover receivers and running backs and go make a tackle in the open field. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, enjoy. It's a fun season, as you said. We'll be watching, so thanks very much. Okay, thanks for having See me you. on, Mike. Good, my pleasure. Thanks, Mooch. Thanks very much. Steve Mariucci, uh, NFL Network, back after this.